Hello and welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about my little pups. Let's get started. As I'm watching my little pups sleeping peacefully, it has been a long year with them. Looking back at their arrival in September 2019, I was faced with two pups that had gone through hell. From Mark, who was in poor health and starting to give up on his life at the vet after being rescued from death row, to Miss Dot, she was dumped as a pup in poor health at the age of two months. She was rescued from death row as well. They had a long journey from Texas to my home. It took a lot of love and patience to get Miss Dot into a space where the extreme attachment she had with me would ease a little. The fact she hated to be in her big and spacious crates made it challenging for her. But with time and care, she has grown out of her anxiety to finally being able to go in it on her own. Dealing with one pup is a challenge, but... Two, was that time a question I was asking myself? What was I thinking? But at the end, it has been all worth it. I must say, this week she had her crate removed. Only Mike has his crate up. She has learned to be okay while I'm gone, not destroying anything in the house. They have both adjusted to the new schedule. It is also a great life lesson for me. Time has been on my side. Setting expectations higher has helped me, but also stepping back has been great as well. It helped me to slow down and ensure that we were all on the same track. When we are learning to adjust our lives to the better, we need to take the time to check if what we're doing is correct. At time, we are also challenged to think out of the box. I have no regrets. Looking back at what we went through, I am more than happy for what I have done. Even though I must say a little update on not destroying anything, today Miss Dad decided to chew on one of her lead, uh, especially the head color, because I'm using a head color for her compared to him. Him, it's just a sleep-on lead. But for her, because she's stubborn and doesn't want to listen, it's easier to get her when I'm working with her on the lead, which is a head color and Focusing only on the head, not the rest of the body, because the body follows the head, it's easier to navigate with her. So that's a little side on this one. I should update my uh, my blog on this one. But the adventure to get them, it was and it is still a great lesson in life. Because I know people are like, well, I just want to take one pop. I'm like, well, both of them did um, connect and they bounded. So for me, I could not split them. And for her, it would have been a failure to have somebody else trying to handle her. And such a young age, five months when she arrived in my home, was very young for her. And she only knew just separation, moving, instability. And she finally felt safe here. But the problem, she became my shadow. How do you deal with a dog who becomes like your shadow? So anxiety meds have been helping, but teaching her very slowly but surely that locking the door when I'm leaving is okay, I'm coming back. So she's learning this. She's learning a lot of things. But in the same time, it's a great way for me to continue to learn life lessons and adjust, thinking outside of the box. What can I do to help her along the way? What resources do I have? If you apply this 
life lessons to your own life, to where you are, maybe at work, maybe at home? How do you deal with your family? How do you deal with your mate? With the outside world always constantly changing, it's difficult to just say, well, I'm going to go and follow this specific path when in fact, there is more than one path. Not all of the paths are the same, but there is always one path we have to follow. We can deviate from time to time when we lose track of where we are. What is nice in this story is taking the time to step back, taking the time to see where are we with the pops? What did they learn? Oh yeah, she stopped to run after the cars because she used to do it. All of a sudden, a month and a half after I had with her, she decided to try to run after the cars. I'm like, well, honey, you and the cars, you're going to lose, especially if they hit you. So it was a question for her to learn that. Now her new things are the bicycles. And she's been growling at the bicycles right now, which is a level higher. And I'm like, okay, we're going to deal with the bicycles. We're going to deal with the ro- the people with rollerblades. Uh, so it is, you know, always and constantly evolving, but you have to think outside of the box. How can I deal with a situation that is maybe not for my highest good or is for my highest good. But in order to do that, I had to go through obstacles. I had to go through challenges to uncertainty. How do I go about it? Do I just let my ego lead me and I freak out on everything and I want to fight the world like it's, there's no tomorrow? Or do I just step back and look at what is the most peaceful and best approach I can have? What can be for my highest good? Do I really need to be like the bull in a China store or do I need to step back and realize that, okay, let me get some perspective on what's going on. Because sometimes when we're too deep in what we're doing, we do not have the bird's eye view. We only see one side of the story. And sometimes it's better to step back and see, reassess where we are. It's not feeling like we are failing, but it's ensuring that the path we have taken is the right one. We can always, and I said, course correct our path. Nothing is ever written in stone. Uh, When I do readings uh, for people, I always tell them, this is what I see now. But take that information, and if you don't like what you're hearing, modify it. Everything is in constant movement. It's something that I see, but I cannot tell you in 10 years where you're going to be because I don't know. You have not moved into the direction you need to be. But I can tell you within six months, maybe a year, I can give you a forecast for next year what I see now. Now, things can change and evolve. Like I speaking with some of my clients, things are changing and evolving. We have the outer condition that are impacting us indirectly. Maybe we are maybe sidetracked for a minute and then we can go back on our track, which will be slightly different than where we are. But it doesn't mean that everything is going to be what I am telling you. Or somebody else is telling you. Because you are, again, the master of your own destiny. You have your own free wills. I remember, well, a long time ago, very funny story. You can relate on this one, maybe. Driver's license. 
Yes, I know. Some people will say, oh, God, I passed too many of my driver's license and the exam and driving itself. So that was in Europe. And uh, I was talking with a, a lady, uh, Madame Touhai, who passed away, and God bless her heart. And she told me, and I asked a question, I said, I, am I going to ace the exam or not? She said, no, you're going to fail. I'm like, really? And I got a like, clear ticked off. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not going to happen, people. We are going to ace that little stinker. I am telling you right now. So when I went into the exam, I started, uh, because it wasn't on a computer, so it was a little piece of paper, and you had to, basically, they were playing, uh, that was the old days, okay, guys? So don't even say, oh, my God. They were uh, watching it via, um, we had slide. It was a slideshow, basically. And you had to answer the questions. But you, if you made a mistake or maybe you didn't answer to the right one, you could have all of your answers being basically uh, wrong because it was on the same line. And I realized as I was trying to do that, because I don't know how many questions, did we have 40 questions or something like that at least? And you could make only five mistakes, something like that. So I had my little card and all of a sudden I realized that something was off. And I'm like, oh crap. So I had to correct everything to match it. And thank God I paid attention to it because otherwise I would have failed big time. I would have probably half of the questions wrong, which in fact, they were just one off. And what I did, I corrected everything and they, um, and they, had, they took my card and they slide it into a machine who scan it very quickly and will tell you how many mistakes you made. And luckily, I only had four. I'm like, thank God. So I passed my uh, exam, which was good. But I would have not done that. And I would have said, oh, crap, I'm going to fail, blah, blah, blah. I would have gone down over there and just, just like being depressed because I knew I would have failed. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. I am telling you, universe, we're going to course correct this one right now. This is how I learn to accept or not. There is things you cannot move or change, but you can course correct. I course correct mine. Now, it's up for people to do the same thing. Are we going to course correct or are we going to feel like we're the victim? What are we going to do? And that's the, the game plan. What can we do to continue the life we have? What can we do to improve? Now, let's talk about relationship because I'm hearing people say, well, you know, somebody tell me that I could not have that guy and I wanted that guy so much and blah, 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 and he went into a failure. But if somebody tell you, and it's the love life is always like job, but the love life is always the trickiest situation. You're fixated on a guy or a girl and you wanted them. And the signs are there. The signs are telling you this is not the right person for you. Or if he goes, he will go for five minutes, but it's not going to end up very well. It's not going to end very well because you're not meant to be together. So you need to ask the question instead of doing this. And the person should be doing the reading, actually, should be telling you afterwards. Okay, let's see, because this person... Nah, that's not the right person right now. It, you, you could try it, but it's not going to be as successful as you want. Why don't we see if somebody is coming up instead? What's coming up next for you? And then you can get a better answer. And yes, it's going to sting for five minutes, but instead of being stubborn and keeping in the wrong direction to pick up Mr. Froggy Doo instead of Mr. Right, uh, you're going to end up being unhappy. So you can course correct a few things, like I explained, but you cannot force again. And that's the key. 
When you're dealing with people, you cannot force their free will. Remember, if you are trying to force somebody to be with you and they don't want to be with you, that is forcing their own free will. We all have our own free wills. So it doesn't mean that because you want somebody, then they will reciprocate their feelings toward you. Or maybe they will do it for five minutes and then they're going to walk away because you're not meant to be together. So those situations, you have to be mindful about it. But not only mindful about this, but mindful of the fact that um, if you're at work and you try to convey a message to someone, if they're not willing to listen to it, just like we said, and I already said, plant the seed. Don't force things. They will come around sooner or later or they will be hit by the freight train because they're going in the wrong direction. But at least you did your duty. Don't try to push sometimes something that they are meeting the wall. They are not listening. They don't care. So you have to be open. Now in a situation like mine, because I was passing an exam and I did not agree with that. I just said, oh, no, 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 no. This is not happening. I'm going to course correct it. This is something that only implied to myself. So that's mean I was more cautious and careful when I passed that driving exam because I knew that I didn't want to fail and I made every single effort to see myself having it. That's what I did. I didn't do anything else. I said, I'm going to pass this and the driving test the first time. That's it. We're not going to go one, two, three, four, five. Not happening. And that's what happened in both cases. But again, I was more cautious. I was more careful in my move. I was looking at the detail. And when I caught it, then I, I unfortunately made that mistake and answer in the box below and said that they were on the line they were supposed to be. Then it was a race for me to correct everything. That was, I'm telling you, that <laughs> took a while. But at the same time, I'm watching what they were you know, displaying and I had to answer, I'm like, holy crap, holy crap. I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to move everything. We're going to be fine. But again, being cautious, stepping back, seeing how can we do that? How can we improve our own self? Be honest, be thoughtful, be mindful. That's what you got to be. So when we're open to changes or bring madness like my two pops into my life. Well, there is this going to be with and there's this going to be without. But at the end of the day, with effort, because it takes effort, it takes quite a long time to help them, especially with her. She still has some PTSD for sure. But to help them to adjust, to feel that, okay, we're safe here. Even if both of them are two different temperament, she's stubborn. He's more a complex, he's more yellow, mellow, a big baby, but she is stubborn. She's a hunter. She's stubborn. She doesn't want to hear. She doesn't want to listen. And I am the master. So I'm going to make sure when I'm stepping in with her, she knows I am in control. She is not running the show. Those are things that you need to look at. In our lives, because taking the example of the pops, I think it's a great thing to understand, is we are faced with challenges from our mates to our children, to our bosses, to our co-workers, to everything, to the neighbors, to everything and everyone. 
And at time, finding the peace and ground ourselves helps a lot. That means we don't have to trigger all of the anxiety, the anger, the resentment, anything. We don't have to bundle it up and just throw it at somebody else's face. No, we don't. We can step back and look at what is best. What is for my highest good? Instead of going into the spiral, ego, anger moment that will do more damage than anything else. We all are here for a reason. And this is our life purpose. We're here to accomplish something. And it doesn't have to be uh, known to the rest of the world. It's just to help us and help our loved ones and continue to spread, teach. We are here to accomplish our life purpose, live our life to the fullest and being happy. So why not being happy? Why not learning what is best for us? Being able to honestly step back in our lives and appreciate what we have done so far and learning and being brutally honest with ourselves and said, okay, I'm not on the right track. I need to course correct that. Yes, going into the unknown is scary, but it is better than nothing. So I'm going to go for the unknown. I'm going to go for the adventure and I'm going to be open, open my mind. I am starting to let the emotional side of me in vacation so I can see the better picture. A lot of people at work or at home are so much driven by emotions, then they're forgetting the essence of who we are. And sometimes when we want to find the peace in us, we are unwilling to compromise because feeling that, oh, I'm going to compromise with that person is not going to go well. But when we are doing this and when we are at peace with everything and everyone, we can finally, finally accept things we can change and things we can't. A compromise is not a failure. Hitting a wall because we're refusing our help or anything is not a failure. A failure will be staying where we are because we do not want to move. A failure will be something that we cannot course correct because we feel like we can't. If every single time in my life I did listen to the people who told me I was unworthy, I will not be where I am today. I did it because I listened to my warrior spirit. I could not care less of what people had to say or think about me because I don't actually care. I truly do not care. So many people are working with their ego instead than their spirit. Why do I want to know who they truly are? Why do I want to become the better part of my own self if I am listening to everyone and anyone? I have no interest on that. I have no interest on learning what people have to say, especially if it's not for my highest good. If the people that surround me are not for my highest good, why would I care? If they are not for my highest good, I am not going to stay in a toxic world where everybody is swimming and they don't understand that. I would rather being open and understand that we are the master of our own destiny, and we can embrace our life to the fullest. We can become who we're meant to become when 
we are at peace. So when we are faced to live our life to the fullest and understanding what we're capable to do, we can help each other. We can do something for our highest good. So think about the story of the pops. Think about what you are doing in your life that need to be course correct. And what would you like to become? Who would you want to become? Because you always can become who you want to become. Imagine big, dream big, do something for your highest good and be happy. Happiness starts with your own self. Even if you say, well, am I got nothing? Well, it's not the problem to have nothing. It's how you see yourself, how you see your life. I started with nothing. I we're, we're literally poor. Literally poor. We got nothing. We lost our house. Yay, that was awesome. Not really. But that was awesome. It's like, oh my God, we lost our house. We lost a lot of things in our lives. That, that taught me that you can create, you can move forward, just put your imagination to work. That's what you got to do. And your faith and hope. Let the resentment and the anger out of your life. So this was our podcast for today. On our next podcast, let's keeping the peace. That's why we're going to be talking. Keeping the peace. Because so many things happening around the world and so many people are so angry about anything and everything that it comes a point and a moment in life, living with the toxic energy of anger is more toxic for your body, mind, and spirit. And it's time to make peace with your own self so you can help instead than living and swimming in such a toxic environment. So... If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgntweety.com. Otherwise, I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I hope you take something out of it. I know it's very entertaining, but take something out of it that will help you and create something you want that will be yours. So all my love. Bye now. 